We would like to acknowledge the territory on which the University of Toronto operates. This includes the land, water, skies, animal relations, and spirits. For thousands of years, this has been the traditional land of the Wendat, the Haudenosaunee, and the Mississauga of the Credit River, who are the signatories of Treaty 13. Today, this meeting place is still the home to many indigenous people from across Turtle Island, and we are grateful to have the opportunity to work, play, create, and connect on this land. We recognize that this acknowledgement is necessary due to processes of colonization that have occurred on these lands and continues to take place. Welcome. In this series, you will be listening to the Sport and Social Development Participant Action Research Project. We are Nat and Maria. Kamusta? Ako nga pala si Nat. Bienvenidos, Jose Maria. In this series, we will be speaking with newcomer youth answering the question, what role does sport and physical activity play on the life of a newcomer youth's mental well-being? Today we have our co-researcher, Leal. My name is Leal. Hi, I'm Leal. I'm a co-researcher on this project, and I'm excited to share more stories of newcomer youth physical activity experiences. Hi, I'm Leal. I'm 20 years old, and I've been in Canada for two years now. And what helped me settle in Canada, what helped me throughout my entire life, was dancing. I started dancing when I was four years old. Mom taught me. And I've been dancing ever since. I never stopped through anything. In fact, with every obstacle or success that I face, I dance even more. It's my escape. It's my happy place. It's the only place I belong to. Growing up, I faced a lot of racism and a lot of bullying. Not just from kids, adults as well. I'm half Syrian, half Lebanese. And in case you didn't know, these countries hate each other, truthfully. When I was in Syria, everybody would make fun of me and refer to me as the Lebanese kid, as if it was some type of insult. And when I was in Lebanon, they hated me even more, and they referred to me as the Syrian kid. I didn't have a life. I would just go to school, spend the day alone, and come home to study and study again and study harder and study five times more than I should just because I didn't have anything to do I couldn't play with anyone I couldn't connect to anyone I didn't belong there no matter where I was it never felt like home and I didn't get it because for me all I thought about was I don't care if you're from Earth or Mars I don't care if you're brown, white, black, blue, or purple. You're human, that's all I need to know. But I didn't know that they didn't think like that. They just hated me for something I couldn't choose. I was too white for Syrians, and I was too brown for Lebanese. Especially my, my dad's province and mom's province. It was bad. Never felt home. And I would just dance. If I'm sad, I'm happy, I'm depressed. I want to say something that I can't tell anyone. 
I would just dance. And then life happened. Dad got sick. We had to move to Canada. At first, I was excited. I was so excited because for me, it was just a journey, an exciting journey because I didn't have a life. I would just go from home to school, then back home and that's it. And then when I was in the right age to work, I just had a job and that's it. It was such a big routine. I couldn't do anything. I had no one. And I thought like, okay, that's something I could do. That's something new. I was always the new girl. I never settled in in one place. I was always moving. I was always the new girl. I was always the girl who needs to fit in. The girl who needs to introduce herself. So I thought, how bad could this be? I thought it's gonna be better. But I thought wrong. Yeah, I faced a lot of bullying and racism, but it was my culture. It was something I know how to deal with. When I came here, nothing was like me. I just didn't know what I'm doing. What is this? It was so different. After all, I did cross half of the planet to get here. I went to school and I didn't really fit in at first. I I just didn't. And then I found out this dance class and I joined. I was so thrilled because yes, I can finally do something I know how to do again. Like everything is different from back home, but this, this is my thing. No one's better than me at it, or so I thought. And it was so good because yes, I could do this. Like, I didn't care who didn't accept me. We're all doing the same thing. We're all dancing, expressing ourselves. And they didn't care who I am. They didn't care I was a new girl. All they cared about was we need to just follow this dance. That's it. And we connected just because that's what we do. That's what we love. And I started going out with them seeing places, meeting new people, having more opportunities, doing things I couldn't do by myself. And it all happened because we dance. I met another dance group and we started dancing outside of school and I met even more people and I got my confidence back. When I first came here, my confidence shattered. I was scared, I was lonely. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to deal with it. But then dancing made me feel like I belong. And it made everything so much better. I can call Canada home now. I feel home. I'm not facing that racism anymore, that bullying. Nobody cared where I'm from. They just cared that I danced good, that I'm like them. And if it wasn't for dancing, I wouldn't be as happy, as confident. I just wouldn't be as, as me. Life was such a boring routine for me. Go to school, come back, have lunch, go to work, come back home, and that's it. 
I didn't have anyone. Life felt like one big human console, but dancing was my cheat code. I can escape from this game. Everybody's just playing. And every time I had two minutes, just two minutes of free time, I would dance and it gave me strength. And life wasn't always easy. Life was never easy, but at least that's something that made me survive. The purpose of this research project is to develop a better understanding of the role of sport and physical activity in the social lives and development of young people in Toronto. This project is delivered in partnership by Hart House, the University of Toronto's Faculty of Kinesiology and Physical Education, funded by the Early Research Award in the province of Ontario. Thank you to Carlis Tasco, Brian Duane, and the student podcasters Tony Luan, Sabrina Bathwaite, and Micaela Gonzalez at Hart House for all your support and patience. Thank you to the Youth Recreation Community Project at Hart House, and a special thanks to Robin Smith, Simon Darnell, and Madison Danford. Thank you for listening and check out the next episodes to hear more stories of newcomer youth experiences with sport and physical activity. Boom. <laughs> Original soundtrack Loudness and Clarity by Joaquin Carrot. Be sure to check out his SoundCloud link in the show notes. <laughs>